Hey, how you doing, buddy? Oh my God, I'm doing great. Yeah, 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 yeah. How you been? I've been doing pretty damn good. Um, minus this kind of a weird ear infection thing that I kind of got over. That was pretty weird. Yeah, it fucked you um, up, huh? Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's been oh my gosh, yeah. I had vertigo pretty bad uh, last week of all days on my day off on Memorial Day. And, oh, uh, shit. Drunk or something. I was like, wow, okay. It's been many years since I felt like that. So I, I was like, okay, I need to see a doctor. This isn't normal. <laughs> yeah, that's <fucking laughs> shit, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my God. How are you doing? Oh, my gosh. It's been like many years. Yeah, I want to say shit since you left Met since we talked, right? I think so. I think yeah. might have bumped into a catch can. Um, the uh, I, I was bringing Carly lunch, and it was uh, close to the end of the school year, right before you guys knew you were leaving. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and uh, I think like the time I ran into you over here, you you uh, you were taking off to Minnesota, and we were talking uh-huh. about you going to visit. Um, one of the print sites over there. Oh, uh, Paisley Park Mansion. Yep. <laughs> yeah. His old crib. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I so I miss it. I really miss going back there, and then I don't. Um, yeah. Actually, my husband's over there right now because we have a house in Duluth. Yeah. And we had tenants switch over, and so he had to work over there for a week. But it's like ninety something degrees the humidity is just (laughs) like i can handle 90 like desert like but the land of ten thousand lakes like and then when there's no breeze like you got the mosquitoes like it's it's worse i don't know i can compare it to like fairbanks or something but it just sucks right when it's like that it does yeah i actually so uh Quite a few years ago, Danielle had brought Hallie over for a wrestling camp, and <laughs> we were so excited to see each other, and we were just miserable, like, <laughs> just <laughs> cruising around in the cities and the AC on, didn't know what to do, because it was just yeah. that part of the day where it's just, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine, like, I... Oh, like when it hits 70 here in Catch Can, I'm like, oh my God, calm the fuck down, son. You know? (laughs) (laughs) It's 65 here right now. And to me, it's hot. Like, I I don't know. We're just Alaskans. (laughs) Yeah. Through and through, man. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel bad because I don't really like to complain about it because then I feel like then I'm old if I complain about the weather. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what time does uh, last night? I, I remember I was like, okay, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm gonna 
I looked at the clock and it was like 10 o'clock and it was still bright out. And I was like, I fucking love this time of year, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, I do miss being down there during this time of the year. I will say a little bit darker than it is here. It's, um, I don't know. Yeah. I wish yeah. it was kind of like we were doing a zoom right now, just so you could see, like, it's, it's going to be like this for at least a couple more. It's just, it seems like a sunset, like a little bit brighter than twilight until oh, like midnight. Shit. Yeah. Damn. So yeah. Black crazy are a must. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's fucking nuts, man. Like, I, I don't know, man. I, you know, you're talking about like, I don't like to complain because it's just, you know, and then I feel like that too. Cause I'm like, Oh fuck, you know? And then, I feel like I'm one step away from smacking my mouth and lips when I eat in public next, you know? Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, um, like, it's it kind all... of funny. Like, yeah. living here, it's the nickname of it is literally the snow capital of Alaska. It's yeah. not a joke. Like I thought the snow was never going to melt away uh, on the ground, not so much the mountains. Damn. Um, yeah. Like, didn't you guys have snow in April? Oh, yeah. We had it still like, well, our actual house is kind of shaded with the, we have a lot of trees around us, part forest, oh. and we're all along the creek and then in front of the ocean. So it's pretty unique, but um Damn, yeah, the sun huh? doesn't, it's not direct like how it is throughout the rest of the town. So our house is probably one of the last places for the <laughs> snow to melt. Nice. It's, uh, it's pretty wild. Um, I can't even actually tell you how much feet we get. Cause I don't know. It's. Yeah. That is crazy, man. And while we're talking about things, you know, like, uh, I don't like that, you know, like, um, like, I, I see that, like, I, I saw your post, and like, damn, I fucking hate that snow. And I'm not even there, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it does, like, I grew to love it. Um, I think it's just, I think a whole half a year is just too long for me. Um, I like yeah. it during the wintertime. I think just because growing up in Southeast, um, you know, climate change. Yeah. We haven't had a lot of snow during the actual holidays and it, it just, it's hard to get in that joy mood and enjoy the holidays when it, I don't know, it doesn't match to what we were programmed to know. So yeah. What, uh, I, I, I'll go ahead. Oh, I was, I just, I, I kind of like the snow like that. Um, do you have, I, I know you that. do, but I just, I'd like to have you say it on here. What are some of your go-to favorite movies during that time of year to help you? go in that direction honestly mm -hmm. i watch a lot of um i don't know funny yeah uh, national lampoons kind of doesn't fail yeah oh i got so not to cut you off but like the, oh, you know no, when, when when covid hit the, the theater shut down then they just would um on the weekends friday saturday and sunday they would sell popcorn so i'd go there and try to support them and yeah. um and then, like, starting in September, they just started showing, and it, it's crazy to say these, these classic movies, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and uh, I was out at a picnic out at Ward Lake, and uh, the manager was out there. He said, yeah, these are the movies we're trying to get. 
don't know if we could get them once we start getting them. And I was like, okay, cool. And then like one of the first movies they got was good. The Goonies. Oh, nice. and, yeah. And I, I was, uh, and I was like, fuck man, they're probably getting, and then they, they did limit seating. Like they only let 20 of us in. So I was there like almost an hour early, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. And <laughs> then, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, they ended up like, you know, you got to pick your seat. And then once you pick your seat, we're going to close off six feet in front and back of you. But um, okay. so including the, uh, you know, the commercials and then the uh, and then the trailers. So for about two hours, I that that was one of the first times I felt like it was normal again, you know. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, so like starting the next month, um they they started showing holiday classics and then i was like oh shit and uh i got tickets for carly and her family to watch uh-huh. um the nightmare before christmas because i knew she liked it and i had never seen it have you you've seen it though right honestly i haven't i'm like probably okay. one of the like rare ones yeah. that actually haven't seen it. like i'm like okay cool i'm not yeah and <laughs> so like it's and a Tim like, Burton okay. flick, and I, yeah. you would think that I would have watched it way back when, when it came out, but I really haven't. I kind of need to kick myself in the ass for not. <laughs> and, <laughs> so like, the movie started, I was like, okay, there's there's always some kind of musical tune with a Tim Burton movie at the beginning, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, the, and then, like, after the movie was done, I, I, I was talking to Carly. She's like, did you like it? I said, I liked it. And she's like, you didn't know it was a musical, did you? I said, I did not know it was a musical. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, uh, that's something I fight my husband on all the time. Jason hates musicals. Yeah. So when he's gone, like, right, I think tonight I'm going to watch Grease. Um, I was just going to bring up that movie. I was, yeah. Uh, yeah so I got that. It, I, went, I went for a cruise today and that popped up in my playlist. So I just blasted it. Like, I love this song, man. <laughs> it's a great movie like it's such a feel-good movie like i think because yeah. it was before our time yeah um my, my dad loved uh what other musicals do i i actually like i oh my gosh the original hairspray john waters i love john waters oh, okay cry baby okay that I, I did yeah. watch that one like so that how that one got me in was at that time i was um like, oh, I like Johnny Depp. Oh, shit, oh, yeah. he's in this movie? And then I, I got it. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is a musical. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, where, uh, back to Greece really quick. Where do you land with Greece too? I'm a little mixed on it. I just... If it's on, you're not going to like, oh, I got to watch it. <laughs> I've watched it. I, it's like, I love Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, I felt like reason why you kind of wanted to follow it but it's not one yeah. of my like favorite sequels yeah. um of all the dark that i actually really like and i can't compare it to the like the first one is actually caddyshack 2 it's so weird i don't know why i enjoy <laughs> caddyshack 2 <laughs> i watched that still like okay, okay i cool. just literally you just watched it last night. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's stupid. It's funny. Like, I love those guys. It's um, um did you watch it on the HBO Max app? No, I actually I own a lot you of own stuff it? on DVD. Okay, yeah. cool. 
Cool. Yeah. And, and you know, what's crazy is what I'm going to say is you're old school in, in keeping the DVDs, which really isn't old school because you grew up with VHS tapes, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, just so the other now, night. Yeah. When you showed that stir crazy, I was like, oh, my God, I got to watch it because that shit's <laughs> funny. Like stir, like those guys, Richard Pryor and oh, man. Gene Wilder and stuff like they did some good stuff. Like I what is the other one? um is it brewster's millions yep with him and, and john then, candy yes and um ooh, why am i forgetting forgetting oh, the toy one. the toy that was the funny one yeah yeah like you know what's crazy too is there's no way in hell they would make the toy in today's climate oh i know <laughs> <laughs> like you, know, you were able to get away with this stuff back in like the early 80s like society was different times were different yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> if you go back to the 90s go back to the early 2000s you know it's just uh and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it at all it's just like crazy to think that that kind of shit we all thought was normal <laughs> you know oh yeah well i mean you know um but uh it's just nuts man like uh i still watch revenge of the nerds and revenge of the nerds too which <laughs> is uh it's been Which a part while two is a pretty is a yeah part two is actually it took a left turn because it went like almost hardcore PG in that one <laughs> you know yeah and yeah, the, uh, um... nerds in paradise <laughs> <laughs> it's uh well, yeah, yeah shit it's just uh yeah shit's just crazy though man um while we're on this like do you remember that movie Soul Man? Uh, I see Thomas Howell. He, he uh, so what, what, what's great? Okay, so in 2016, 2017, I was with Adam and we we're bullshitting about it. And we're like, damn, that's probably a hard watch. And then I came back to his place for dinner like a couple weeks later. He's like, hey man, so uh, I got Soul Man. Do you want to watch it? And we watched it during dinner and we're like <laughs> cringing through it. We're like, ah, oh, dude, this is pretty bad. <laughs> so, like, the story just, of that was, yeah. um, he was trying to get into Harvard fucking law school, but he couldn't uh-huh. because uh, the scholarship went to a minority and he was trying to get in. And then he see Thomas Howell took um, tanning pills. Essentially, he was in blackface with an Afro wig. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, now I got it. Yeah, it is. It is in. It, it's fucking insane and crazy and holy shit into a blender. And then you got to drink it and you're like, God damn, it's a bit pungent, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just, oh, it, it, like you said, different times. Like you said, it's just different times, man. Um, oh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say about those things. And some of that is just like, um, like ever since I bought my condo, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to buy a Lost Boys poster. So that's the first thing you see when you walk into my place is a fucking theatrical release of the Lost Boys poster. And then uh, Quinning got me a Pulp Fiction poster. And then I was like, yeah. And I was like, all these posters that I want to get, I can't because my whole fucking place will just be all these posters. So like, if you ever like, hey, I kind of like this movie poster from back in the day. I went to fucking Amazon Prime and I found... 
I found magnetic posters for your fridge. So there's just these little fucking posters that are magnets that go on your fridge, man. So I ended up, yeah, yeah. So I ended up getting all the movie posters I wanted just on a magnet size. So yeah. Oh my gosh. I want to look into that. No, of all the things that is that my daughter's gotten into Olivia. She, all the movies she really likes and it's so funny i'm like she's so my kid yeah. she loves killer clowns from outer space and she's got that poster in her room and she's oh. even the the what is it called Ooh, it's like these little collectible toys they stay in the boxes funko yes she's got them in those and i'm just like wow wow like i Went to the extreme for Christmas, found her some t-shirts with killer clowns on them. Oh, like she's that's just, badass. I'm just like, wow, wow. And so she's had, you know, her, some of her friends, some of the girlfriends will come by and they just are like, oh my God, this is creepy. Like they hate clowns. I'm like, <laughs> Not my kid. <laughs> you know, uh, it's funny you bring up that movie because on Adam's podcast, we re-reviewed that movie last summer. Okay. And yeah. that is cringy too. I'm like, man, yeah. I was scared of this when I was young. Like, She's my like, parents just, literally yeah. let me watch everything under the sun. Like, they just didn't yeah. care. I swear, because like back then when my dad used to party before he got sober, it was just it shut the kids up. Like, let them have a movie, get them their snacks, just yep. leave them in their room, and yeah, <laughs> go like, get you. Oh, you watch anything. We watch anything. Cool, man. Yeah. Billy, I, I know you're like three, but you're gonna watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space with me, motherfucker. Oh my god, <laughs> Billy was terrified of Chucky. Oh yeah. my god. See, that's the another movie kid. too. Like, I, yeah, I enjoyed those movies, and then I don't know if it's just because you know it's very nostalgic, and I'm like addicted to that shit. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but then you go back, like, damn, this used to scare the fuck out of me. Now it's. No, I like it, but it's definitely far from scary. <laughs> yeah. The other one that he was really terrified of was uh, <laughs> Leprechaun. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We used to watch those. And then um, another one I used to, I, it was funny. I used to my money and the change and steal money out of my mom's purse and <laughs> beg to go to LK Video. Oh. And oh, my God. I would. Buy all their peachy gummios and just fuck. Yeah, my favorite. Went the same movie over and over and over again until eventually my parents bought me it just to save money. <laughs> um, but the other movie I literally used to like to watch, and I wasn't as scared of it when I was young. But for now, now, now that I'm old, it yeah. terrifies me. People under the stairs. Oh like, shit. No bullshit. I was leaving work. I remember that movie. Um, so I started a new job because you know shit went sideways when the pandemic hit. You know, and I yeah. lost my job and shit. Um, well, I'm at Madison. You know where that's at in Ketchikan. I work there, so yeah. I'm pretty happy there now. Yeah. So I'm friends with my coworkers, and one of them, I walked into the freight room and they're talking like, "Dude, did you fucking ever watch People Under the Stairs, man? It's a Stephen King movie." <laughs> I just smiled. I said, "Come on, dude. Of course I watched it," and they're like. It's a fucking scary movie, bro. You're you're talking like it's not scary. And I just started laughing. I said, no, I, I get it, dude. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> that was two days ago. <laughs> uh-huh. 
It's just oh my god, nuts, yeah. Man. Like in that, like that I grew up on a just a single level house, like just no. So yeah. I don't know if that has something to do with yeah. it. Like I live in a house and it's like tons of stairs, and I'm like, oh my god, like I don't like going to my laundry right now. <laughs> <laughs> when I like I was like showing well, my kids yeah. the, the trailers on YouTube with people under the stairs and ah oh, there's a few other ones I, I'm trying to think of right now. Like, well, wow. my parents <laughs> let me watch this when I was like six. <laughs> like, yeah. What the probably heck? rented it for you too, right? <laughs> oh yeah, they did. Like yeah, there's probably some What's super the- Super funny moments. I just, I have a lot of memories going to LK video all the time and the Pharisee family. Like they were so cool. Um, yeah. Uh, one time, I Billy and I used to fight about returning the movies because um, one of us would always save our, our pocket change to go get some candy. I got in yeah. trouble with my mom for I don't know what probably something <laughs> legit. And yeah, Billy Billy was super little. And we were, I don't know, we were just bad kids, like, on the outside, <laughs> really, like, cute, polite, and whatever, but when it was just us and our mom, we were just, yeah. we were horrible, and so yeah. he's returning the movie I rented, my mom wouldn't let me return it, and he's outside of the car, my mom's old cougar, I, you remember that, the... Yep. And yep. Billy's walking outside, going inside, and he's laughing at I was probably six or seven years old flipping my brother off and she's yelling at me even (laughs) and he's laughing at me even harder because he could see her yelling at me like oh my gosh yeah it was just one of those funny memories tied into being (laughs) kind and rewind and yeah so like did you like I, I know I did this I did this for um no holds barred. I went there when they opened up and uh because they they wouldn't hold a movie for you, you know. And uh, so Kevin's like, I was like, uh, do you mind if I wait? I don't mind at all. I enjoy your company, Bruce. So I I mean I like you, I had my pocket change, so I would buy I would <laughs> I'd buy the sour gummies and then yep. I would buy a pizza three hours into it and um but but the thing is, is I went there at one o'clock and then uh, Steve Lanker Jr. came in and he was like, hey, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep um, no holds barred one more night. And Kevin's like, you know, Bruce is he's been here. He, he's been waiting a few days and now he's 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 going to rent it. And he looked at me and he said, I'm not returning it till six o'clock then. And he walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, that sounds like Lankard. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. I had to, uh, yeah. So I had to uh, chill there from one till six, <laughs> six, and then I rented it. And then Kevin, Kevin said, "You know what, Bruce?" I was like, "What's that?" He said, "I'm going to send you home with a bag of popcorn and some chips, man." <laughs> <laughs> well, well that sounded like man. a sweet deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Thanks for letting me wait here." And he said, "No problem, man. You're a loyal customer." <laughs> <laughs> wow but it's just it's nuts just, it's like, like a, kind of well not only that is like your kids will never have have that exact experience because everything they could be like hey mom 
this movie's out on Prime, or I saw this movie's um, out on this one. Can we put it on? Chill. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, that's part of the thing with, like, me being a parent, raising my kids. Like, I try so hard to, like, still show them or teach them or tell them about how it used to be. And I'll just know that I had to accept that a long time ago. They're just never going to understand it. Yeah, but, it's, uh, um, it, it, it's crazy, too, because your parents probably had that talk with you and you're like, dude, come on, man. It was no, come on. Oh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I remember my dad's stories and it's uh, yeah, just it's <laughs> crazy. Like these generations and these changes, it's just like uh, we can't hit the brakes either. Like <laughs> time won't let you hit the brakes. Like well, and that's actually. Time, yeah. Uh-huh. I was oh. gonna say, look at look at look at how it has changed since just you graduated high school, up until today. You know. Oh, I know. It's bizarre. It's like, just like wow, you know. Like I can remember being in high school, and we still thought pagers were like cool, like the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like there was cell phones. But yeah. it's like you had to be in the city. Like Mount like it's like no one needed a cell phone in Mount Lakatla during that time. Oh like, shoot. <laughs> literally. I don't know. It, that, and so in 2005, I was at Minimart and um uh-huh. I was there with Merle and your mom walked in and she's okay. like, Merle, how are you? It's like, oh, doing good. She's like isn't it weird? You don't even have to eat. Like she, your mom said, isn't it weird? We're not even trying to use our cell phones because there's no cell phone reception here. And Merle's like, I know, man, I, I feel, I feel lost without it. And your mom's like, so do I. And then they laughed and I was like, dude, who Did cares you if you don't have a cell phone? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now, now this thing's like fucking glued to me, man. Oh, I know. It's, it's crazy. I don't know. There's so many times, like, I don't know. I can remember a few years ago, um, I might have been drinking, uh-huh. <laughs> and I was got the munchies too, yeah. and I couldn't find my phone overnight. I was like, oh my God, it was just me, you know, my kids yeah. were in bed, and this was in Minnesota, and I looked everywhere, I was like, oh my God, and then I wake up, making my coffee, I like to have just a little bit of milk in my coffee, and like, that's it. I yeah. left my phone inside the fridge. I was like, whoa. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I know this. I'm sure I'm sure it can't happen. It's just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> as crazy. So it's gonna be three years of sobriety. Um Congratulations. Fall. so yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um yeah, I don't know. So, I'm just absorbing everything like super sober. Uh, yeah, I got a question about that particularly. Actually, yeah. so like, did you just quit or do you go to meetings? I quit. Um, I went through some therapy about it. Yeah, and then I don't know. I just I feel like I don't know. I feel like I've gone through a lot of life experiences for at such a young age, even from surviving a freaking stroke and. Uh-huh. Um, just like everything and I feel like I just I can't relate to anybody so I feel like and it's not like I'm really bottling it up but yeah um, I don't know I for the I felt like after dealing with that maybe about a year ago kind of right after I lost my mom yeah um, 
I was able to understand where my dad was when he was alive and going through his sobriety. Like he didn't go through meetings. He, um, I know he talked to some friends who were also sober. And yeah. I think that's kind of the, the other thing too. Like I, I love a lot of my friends. Um, yeah. I don't keep up with everybody just cause our lives are so different. Um, yeah. And there's once in a while, there's some temptation, but I just, I am doing so much better without any of it. And it, it's your life's so, different, right? It's different. And I feel good about it. And I love waking up and not feeling like shit or I'm missing something out with my kids. And, and then that's the other thing too, is my kids are at that age where they were, they're not going to know stories about me when I was their age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I don't need those cycles to be repeated. And it's, that's probably the toughest thing about all of this is understanding that this is like a generational cycle. Like, yeah, you know, my, my dad quit, but I think he, you know, had gotten so late in the game. So he yeah. couldn't make good, healthy, actual lifestyle changes. And, um, and, you know, sad to say my mom never quit all the way to the yeah. end. She was an alcoholic and, you know, and I get it, you know, it stems yeah. back to some kind of trauma. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm really kind of at this place in life where I feel like you can't really heal in the same place where you got sick. And yeah. By oh, sick, you know, you call it as trauma. Like it's you're surrounded by so many other people that are hurting. It's hard to heal and it's hard to be strong. And then yeah. I feel like when I was back in Metlakatla, um, I had some friends, you know, everyone struggles and it's, it's yeah. part of life. But then I feel like if you're strong mentally, it's almost like people kind of come at you and they, they, they need it's like you're a crutch to them or something, you know, and it's kind of, it's kind of tough because I've, I feel like with the pandemic, I felt like that's the only thing I really enjoyed about my family life. Things yeah. have slowed down where I was able to really reconnect with my kids again. And just I'm like, they're freaking awesome. Like yeah, their personalities, they're freaking awesome. They're amazing. They're a lot cooler than I was at their age. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's actually talk about that. There was so like it was like you said, man. Something like, I mean, there was a point in time when we're all living in Met and we're all fucking rolling and hanging out, whether there was drinking or not. We were all just kind of chilling together, you know. Yeah. And then we all moved, and then just you know, you don't really notice it at first, and then kind of little by little, you're like, damn, I don't talk to this person as much. Damn, that kind of sucks. That kind of sucks. And you know, I mean, Billy talked about that because we kind of just fell out of touch for a while, and then. Um, he, uh, he hit me up, uh, the day my cousin Romy died, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, little by little we started talking and, and then, um, and then I said, well, how was it for you? And it hit when the pandemic hit. Now that's where the subject you're on, you know? Yeah. So like, uh, so when it hit I, at first, I didn't know, like I kind of heard about it in January, you know, I was watching the news like, oh shit, that sucks for them, <laughs> you know? And I then, thought uh, the same thing. I didn't think it was gonna get out of control. Yeah, and very stupidly, I was just like, "Yeah, it can't happen here," and it fucking did, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I, I got like, like my sister and my brother were like, "You got to get out." Like it, it didn't last long, but I, I like, 
I talked to them, but I felt like I was very close to becoming emotionally isolated, you know? Yep. And then uh, I was going for a walk. And my brother said, why do you sound muffled? And I said, well, I got my mask on. He said, you're, are you alone? And I said, yeah. He's like, fucking take that off. You're, you're not with anybody, <laughs> you know? <laughs> he's like, you got to stop being paranoid about this. You know, be, be safe when you're around people at the store. You know, wear a mask when you're there. And I said, oh, shit. Okay. And then I, I finally quit white knuckling that and started to, to, to try to just not, <laughs> not be that weirdo, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Cause, cause like you said, it's just, uh, so it sounds like obviously it had to just be you and your family, right. For probably the first, what, 90 days. Yeah. Um, what was crazy. So when it was starting to come into the news, my husband yeah. actually, Jason had to travel down to Dallas for oh, a shit. conference and he flew through the airport the exact same day those others that were identified that were going through SeaTac. Oh, no. And so it was like, oh, man, like, are you serious? And then it was like a week after that, my mom dies. And it was like, oh, my God. Like my world got really shook into the core yeah. and I'm trying to plan her funeral and everything from long distance. And that's like a whole nother can of worms yeah. to talk about. Um, yeah. We went, um, I, I made go to Seattle to do her celebration of life. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just didn't really want to go back to Mount Lakatla. Um, my yeah. grandfather and my uncle Mark held a service there for her. And then it was like, she was the last one to have a normal funeral. And it was like pandemic and everyone was isolated. And, um, and then I, I felt like, so, you know, and I was kind of on unemployment for a while because yeah. down. it was so weird. Yeah. And yeah. it was, uh, I felt like I didn't really accept the fact that she was actually gone. Like it felt like I was just in one of our fights and like, I just am not talking to her and I, yeah. I can't really say I really actually grieve. Yeah. Mother's day. That was hard last yeah. year. My first mother's day. That was, that really just sucked. And then father's day came and you know, when my dad died, it was about year five where I really accepted him being gone. I was okay. I didn't cry as much. And then I just lost it. I was like, wow. Yeah. And then both of them had a birthday in July. And so that oh, sucked that's... again. But in July, I really needed to change my life even more. So that's yeah. when I got a new job and I worked for the Valdez Native Tribe and awesome. they love me there. It's awesome. I'm taking advantage of any kind of training opportunity they give me. I take it. I do it. Um, it's with a victim services program. And so I, that kind of hit close to home for me. Like, yeah, just of all the days I got interviewed for it, which had would have been my mom's birthday. And, you oh, know, shit, huh? she, she had lived a rough life and it was just, yeah. kind of like, okay, this is a calling I think, and I need to take it and I need to do it. And, yeah. Um, I was notified shortly after that. Uh, so my job is tied into not only our tribe and our board of directors and, uh, you know, my 
the director of the program and administrator. It's not like Mount Lakatla and you got the council. This is different oh. here. And then we've yeah. got um, a grant manager and that's the big boss, which is out in DC. So it's okay. kind of, it's like, whoa, I'm like, I'm just going to answer to one person. Like, no, nope, you got to talk to everybody. So, yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah. It's, um, life's it's crazy, different man. with uh, working through Zoom, Zoom meetings. Uh, that's stuff I had to get right on, right into right away. It was like, oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Like, <laughs> it starts right here, right now. Okay. Let's do this. Yeah. So I, I think I finally got the swing of stuff, which is awesome. But, yeah. yeah, I felt like I didn't really grieve so much. Like, I felt like it was just like, okay, I got to get these kids and do the homeschool stuff. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm not a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, do this. This is your yeah. job. <laughs> yeah, help. God damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going to. I'm going to teach them the stuff you're not supposed to be teaching them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's what you need to not do, okay? Your oh my gosh. You need to do. <laughs> well, what um, we didn't tell them because they were all yeah. worried about grades is yeah. like, this is something I just knew because Jason's a principal and, you know, he was good with our superintendent. Like, everyone was guaranteed to pass on to the next school year because yeah. it wasn't their fault they couldn't be in school physically. So, but yeah. I didn't tell them that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you got to do this. Yeah. You got to get a good grade. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just try to try to keep that aspect of normalcy at least, right? Oh, I yeah, it was tough. And then Olivia ended up picking up a job at Safeway, and so that kept her busy, which was good because nice. she was That's home. Awesome. She was everyone like we've all gained weight, the COVID weight. Like it's oh, so did I. Like I, I packed it on, man. So I'm in the like I started yoga again. Like I, I don't know if you, I post that video of me doing yoga, and I was just like, holy shit, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I need to like. I think like when my back goes out, I just go to the chiropractor or massage therapy. And then it's like, I get this whole like physical therapy exercises. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really <laughs> doing it. I'm like, I need to like, yeah. The thing with my job though, like, you know, I come across clients that are, you know, that have similar lifestyles to what we kind of grew up around and, you know, yeah, and stuff like that. And so there's, there's moments where it's just, it gets pretty heavy for me. And then yeah. I've, I've gained quite a bit of weight. I'm so not what I used to look like, but um, I'll just start running and yeah. get go. the their energy away from me and not, you know, get so sucked into this. Like, this is like some intense stuff. Like I got training back in April with our police department and some state troopers and oh, wow. it's, um, it's some heavy topics that nobody likes to deal yeah. with. And, um, it's got to be tough, it. man. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> it, you're going to like this. Like the yoga I do is DDP's yoga. Shut up. Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah. Look look it up when we get off, get off this. Um, when we're done with the podcast, just go to Google and type in DDP yoga. It, it's pretty amazing. And it works. And I always get away from it after I start getting to where I need to go. I get fucking lazy. So I read some books about changing my mentality. I've, um, you know, I, 
I say come to Jesus, even though I'm not a Christian, but I've had a, a few, quite a few come to Jesus moments since 2012, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and I had to go back and I had to apologize to a few people, you know? Oh, I've done that. And then it's just, <laughs> you know, it's very humbling because life circled the block on me, you know, just the shit I did fucking i i believe led to directly what happened to me in my relationship in 2012 like yeah it sucked that she did that but still that was my karma for the shit i had done you know uh-huh um and shockingly last year uh to be like right the month into the pandemic actually fucking reconnected and became friends with the <laughs> with my ex that fucking just obliterated my life you know um so, so that was wow. interesting. Like I had, you know me. I, I'm fucking king petty. I never fucking do that. Oh, I know you. Yeah, you're yeah. like, like, what? A, like stubborn. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I used to fucking live and die by fucking Dylan McKay saying of let the bridges I burn light the way. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it, it, it was just, uh, I don't know, man. Like you know, everybody goes through something different. You know. And at that at, at that at that time, me and you were still, you know, you were still a met, so we were chatting on Facebook or we'd bullshit on the phone. And um, yeah, I was I was like, hey man, I got a DVD. I think you and your husband might. I was like, I'll give it to you. you guys. Might want it. Do you remember that DVD? Which one? It was supposed to be "Can't Buy Me Love." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I still love that movie. Like I I, I bought it online. Adam ripped it and put it on a, on my hard drive, and I was like, "Okay, okay. nice." And I was like, "Okay, I don't need this movie, but I know someone who would want this movie now." <laughs> you know, yep. and it was you. <laughs> yeah. No, I literally still have that. I love that. I fucking love that movie still, man. You it know what's funny movie. though? Like, because it's you know in Tucson. Oh, it is. <laughs> and where is that reunion at? At Tucson, is, but it wasn't it filmed there. I'm like, we no. can switch on to that subject. Yeah, oh, Michelle's shit. reunion. Like, yeah. you know, it's, I was so yeah. excited to talk about Easter eggs. Like, there's not a yeah. whole lot, but yeah. yeah. So, in, in in Romy and Michelle's high school reunion, um, like when this when I didn't get to watch in the theater, the girl I was dating back in '97, we rented it immediately when it came out. You know, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "Damn, man, this movie is hilarious, and the soundtrack is awesome." And oh, so it was, yes, it, it is. It was in '97, so at that time, like, I didn't know a lot of the fucking '80s songs that I liked. I just knew I liked them, and they weren't being played a lot back then, like they are now. Yeah. So, isn't like, that weird? The '80s have been making a total comeback. Music yeah. and clothes and everything. It's like crazy. How many mullets do you see up there now that roll with your kids? Oh, man. My son's had a few friends that have them. They've even been perming them. I'm like, no, you're not. I'm like, do you want to perm your hair? Nope. Like, he's not going to do it. <laughs> like, I would let him get away with doing a mullet. But then I'm like, I don't know if I could really tolerate it for too long. But he's had a lot of friends with mullets. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. whoa. And then my girls, like, yeah. what it, like the um the retro, 
uh, I don't know, certain styles and clothing are really coming back. I'm like, man, I remember when Grandma Shannon wore that stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, that is crazy. So, like, the, the the soundtrack came out, and she ended up buying it for us, and I was just like, this is awesome. And that yeah. soundtrack was so popular that they released a second soundtrack in November of '97. <laughs> oh wow! I think I remember that too. Yeah, but uh, go ahead, go on. You said you um, it was just uh, that movie. I I still laugh really fucking hard at that movie. That's what makes it great, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. So when you asked me if I wanted to uh, jump on the podcast here to talk about it, I was like, oh my god, I'm digging this out. I told Jason all about it. Yes. He's like, oh, great. I guess I'm watching Romeo and Rochelle's reunion <laughs> with you. I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. Um <laughs> gosh, I don't even know where to start. It's so a, when I, Romy oh, is uh needing a car, yep, and she goes into her old her place of work and asks Ramon for the yep. car. In the background, they're watching a Simpsons episode, Homer oh, in okay. Space. Oh shit, I missed that completely. Okay, well, you get to rewatch that part. Homer yeah. in Space is just a little clip, but we all knew what that episode was because I mean, I grew up watching The Simpsons too. Yep. But um, the director of the movie of Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion directed that particular episode for The Simpsons. Oh shit. That David Merkin. Yeah. So, and then shortly right after that, you know, she picks up Michelle at their outside the apartment and they're loading the car. And um, as they're putting the luggage into the car in the background, there's like this big, like, I don't know, kind of like a poster. Uh, it's with, um, what is it? The red apple cigarettes. Oh, that's from fucking Pulp Fiction. Yeah. What Bruce Willis is looking like he needs red apple cigarettes in Pulp Fiction. Well, the yep. connection to that is Mira Sorvino was dating Quentin Tarantino while she did the movie. Like they, I forgot they were a couple during that time. Damn, that's how long ago that was, man. I know. <laughs> I know. Her name probably like it's funny if they were had have gotten married like the last her actual last name almost like kind of rhymes with his last name so it was like huh funny it's kind of yeah. fun to say <laughs> yeah yeah it is the, it, it's, uh, that's awesome yeah and so the other thing and this is something I remember noticing it way back in the nineties when I used to watch this all the time yep um in Michelle's dream yeah. Well, okay, I shouldn't go back into the dream. Before that, when they start going through their yearbook and they have their oh. flashbacks and, you know, they're running <laughs> yeah. the, a the A club. and Yeah. Um, Christy Masters sticks magnets on Michelle's back brace. Yep. And one was a carrot and one was a banana. Now, fast forward to when Michelle's having her dream. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed. I remember noticing it right off the bat. The whole freaking reunion in her dream 
is decorated with Christy Masters senior portrait on the walls. <laughs> and then there's like balloons, part of their decoration. And then part like by their podium when they're getting their, their medal for most changed for the better since high school, their freaking <laughs> balloons is carrots and bananas <laughs> decorated. I was like, Oh my God, like, this is funny. Like weird, weird. Like, so like seeing that you knew it was a dream because why would they do yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then when, when she's talking to the a group, when they're both talking to the, oh, just Michelle, and she's talking yeah. about her formula to glue to the a club in her dream. And you notice they're all wearing their colors and they're matching. And uh, the three girls, everybody but Lisa Luter, they're wearing necklaces. So it was almost kind of like a slight indication that Lisa Luter was no longer part of the A Club. Uh, and she wasn't, right? She wasn't at the end. Yeah. You know what's crazy, too? Did you know that this was a play before they turned it into a movie? Yeah. Lisa Kudrow? was part yeah. of the play with Christy Masters. Yep, yep. And the funny thing was the original person that decided to create the play, they literally heard two girls talking in a bathroom named Romy and Michelle, and that's how they came up with the whole thing. <laughs> and uh, and Mira Silvina, or Silvino, sorry, was, um, <laughs> she actually took ballet as a kid, so she said she had to, uh, <laughs> She had to, to do her best bad routine during that that, that great dance finale that they yep. had seen at the end of the movie because Lisa Kudrow didn't know how to dance. So, oh, uh, that so, makes so much sense because they had to be both so, dancers. Yeah, yeah. So she said, uh, yeah, you know, I, you know I, I, I took ballet. I did this and I did that. And I had to remember I had to she, she said that she had to do it the worst she could do. So it looked like she didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> um, and like, so, so I watched that movie so much, you know, renting it, right? Like you did renting and renting it. Um, so in 2003, I, I was going through a, a court case, you know, um, had to come over here for mediation and whatnot. Well, our buddy Eddie would run me over on his boat. Now he had just bought in that boat in 2003 so you probably remember it because you, he, you yeah. would probably pick him and your brother up over here. So, oh yeah. <laughs> so um, I was t uh, he was at the market and we we're bullshitting. I was telling him what's going on. He said, "Shit, I'll run you over." I said, "Really? You got a boat?" He said, "Yeah, I bought a boat. It's fucking it's fast." Like me and Billy and Dave, fucking, we got to catch can in like 20, 25 minutes. I was like, "Cool, man!" And like, so I brought Ira with me, right? <clears throat> and uh -huh. um. And him and Eddie and I were just fucking chatty Cathy's. And then um, we were just getting out of the breakwater where there's the no wake zone. And they punched yep. it. Eddie's like, fuck yeah, let's go. And I'm like, cool, man. And they fucking punched it. Well, fucking Eddie and I are both fucking wooed. And almost immediately, the fucking boat died. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, shit, man. And I was like, damn, bro. And he's like, oh, oh there we go. And then he he he's like, he's like I'll just I'll ease into it this time, and we're we're idling, and then little by little by little, and then he had it punched again, and we started booking it, and again, Ira <laughs> Eddie fucking woo, 
and then it fucking died again. I can hear and that I, too. And I started laughing really hard. I Just said, "All right, no more." Like, I was like, "No more wooing." This is exactly like how it went for Romy and Michelle in the car. Yep. Once they stopped wooing, it didn't happen anymore. And like. <laughs> Eddie was pissed off and wasn't feeling the joke, and Ira was kind of butthurt about it, you know. <laughs> and and uh, so, for, like, so we idled the catch can, and it took us like hour and forty five oh, minutes. <laughs> but I, the oh time, gosh, the whole time I was just laughing so hard because they both fucking wooed really hard, and then it died immediately. And I was like, "Yes, I Romy and Michelle, man, this is awesome." <laughs> That is so funny. Oh my gosh. You're not getting to town in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I used to be able to do a really good Romy impression. I think I just yeah. I lost it over the years. Yeah. And uh and then there was uh, what else did so like um I heard her talking about I was like, damn, I gotta watch this movie again, man. And then that's when I hit you up, you know. Um it was uh it's just crazy, and then like there's not going to be like a lot of people around. Like if they're watching it for the first time, they're not going to be like, what do they mean? I'm the Mary, you're the Rhoda. That's oh, I from know. the Mary Charlie Moore show, right? Yes. Yes. And, and that, that's just, it, it still cracks me up, <laughs> you know? I used to say that all the time to of, of an old friend. <laughs> like we used yeah. to argue about it all the time. <laughs> Like, like, I'm the we would start saying it like as if we were Romy and Michelle sometimes. Like, <laughs> not like either one were Jewish, but it was like yeah. that was the funny part in the movie. She's like, well, whatever, you're the Rhoda, you're the Jewish one. Like, it was just like, but yeah, no, I mean, growing up watching, <laughs> what was it, Nick at Night would Nick have, night. yeah, Mary Mary Tyler, Tyler Moore. Moore. And um, Dick Van Dyke, even Laverne and Shirley, and all those yep. good. It was like, it's just, yeah, no, no one will understand this jokes anymore. <laughs> it's such a great movie. Like, I ended up just this week, I um, uh, it was on HBO Max, but they took it off. I said, ah, fuck it, I'm just gonna buy it. So I went to Amazon Prime and bought it. I said, cool, I got it. It's only like seven dollars, <laughs> you know? Okay. And I was like, cool, man, fuck it. And uh, like I said, just watching it just brought back these flood of memories. I was fucking laughing really hard. And especially like with that scene you just said, like, no, that's not why I'm Rhoda because I'm Jewish. I'm the Mary because you're not cute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no wonder you couldn't find his boyfriend's Romy. Like, yeah. it was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, can you get any more cattier than that? Yeah. Like, it's funny. Like, I can still... So I didn't realize that they seeked out Mira Sorbino because she had just had, what did she win? Was it an Oscar? Won an Oscar, won an Oscar for Aphrodite. Mighty Aphrodite. Yep. I remember that movie. And it's just, it's weird because it's like, you know, she was another one that um, eventually kind of came up came out and spoke about the abuse Uh, it's crazy to know how much Hollywood tried their best to bury it and eventually it would come out and you know it really really actually I thought of you um, back it wasn't that long ago either um, A Tale of Two Corys oh yeah and uh, the weird thing was I don't know 
it, it's been a while since I've watched a lot of cable. Yeah. Um, but on E, they would have the Hollywood medium Tyler Henry, and Corey yeah. Feldman was on there. And Tyler Henry, he's like still considered young, but at that time, I think he was only like barely 19 or 20 years old. I don't yeah. even know any of this stuff. Like, and what he was saying, it was like so weird. And it's hard for me to really want to like believe something when, you know, you got these camera crews and stuff. Like, are you sure they didn't tell him? Like, yeah. But the yeah. way he was talking, it was like he literally told Corey to not give up. Because yeah. the stuff needs to be brought to light. Yeah. And his friend Corey was telling him to not give up. And it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And that was like, what, five years ago already? Yep. And and sure enough, you know, I mean, that Harvey Weinstein guy, like, it, he was another one. Woody Allen. Yeah. like Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Like, there's so many of them. Yeah. It's insane to just yeah. Uh, you have all these great movies and it's like just amazing. It blows my mind. Like they were being made and they were yeah. also being abused while they were making these movies. Like, yeah, it's fucking nuts. Like I heard a interview with Gwyneth Paltrow on the Howard Stern show. Uh-huh. And she was talking about how Harvey Weinstein attempted to rape her. And she was dating Brad Pitt at the time. And Brad Pitt immediately went over to Harvey Weinstein's office and threatened to kick his ass. I remember. I I didn't hear the interview, but I read about that one. Yeah. And it's just like, damn, you know, it's just, you know, it's like, fuck, that kind of sucks to hear, you know, not that I was a fan of Weinstein, but no. Yeah. But like, then you're like, like almost all my favorite movies from the nineties, you know? Well, like the other one too, was Selma Hayek. And then, you know, they used her ethnicity, like, like you're not going to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it was like, Whoa, like, like there's so much of this, like, you know, and then even Rose McGowan, like, yep. They're stuck up with Marilyn Manson still. Like, I'm just like, whoa. Like, it's a tough listen, but I I think it's a must if you're into podcasts. Um, Ronan Farrow put out uh, a series about his investigation into taking down Harvey Weinstein. Oh, wow. And then, like, the last episode is him interviewing, or one of the last episodes, I should say, is him interviewing Rose McGowan. Oh wow! Oh, I'm gonna look for that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was just like, damn, you know. Um, it's um, it's not so. I th- here's one thing I think we should do. Like, this was great to catch up and everything. I think uh, we're gonna have to sync up again and record another podcast, and we could get into the meat and bones of Romy and Michelle. I know think? it's kind of funny. I'm like we jumped all over the place. I could yeah. talk about movies for hours with you. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, th- I think we'll we'll sync up again for that, and we should definitely stay in contact. And anytime you want to come on here to just bullshit about anything and everything, just let me know. Oh, I'm game. This is like and, fun. I'm like yeah. I don't mind talking at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice and, to and, talk again. Like yeah. Like one of the things I found when I, I started this podcast in 2019 and it's been very therapeutic for me, to be honest, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, so I, 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 I love it, man. This is like, 
I, I love recording podcasts. <laughs> I love it, man. Um, oh yeah, and, it's, uh, it's, I've it's, laughed so hard listening to you and Billy just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. God, I miss you guys. Like, yeah. it's so good. Yeah, it's I'm, crazy. Um, it, and thankfully, it's 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 actually gotten me in touch with some older friends. You know, it's got me in touch with you. It got me back in touch with Billy. Like, I sent him a link, and he said, "Hey, fucker, I want to come on." And I was like, "Okay, then." And then we recorded <laughs> the next day. Um, but uh, so i think yeah we're about to run out of time on this session so let's uh sync up again and record another episode what do you think definitely definitely um, check out that ronan farrell podcast and um uh, if you want to cringe through a movie man yeah look for soul man Soul man, <laughs> <laughs> i wrote that down and um sweet oh my god it's so good to visit with you and yeah it's been so long my friend it's been so long i'm 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 glad you guys are are doing good and you guys made it through and uh we will talk again soon my friend all right take care we'll talk again soon hey enjoy your weekend okay you too Bye. bye